0: Listening to the Redfield Arts Audio Podcast. I've known Caroline Monroe for, oh, I don't know, maybe about 20 years. We're finally working together after a few false starts, but that's this business, that's the way it goes. She appears quite coincidentally in some of my favorite genre films. For instance, um, there's a vampire film that was way ahead of its time called Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter. And, um, well, you're listening to the marvelous music for the film written by Laurie Johnson. Of all of the marvelous fantasy movies over the years, uh, particularly the Ray Harryhausen films, my favorite Sinbad film just happens to coincidentally be The Golden Voyage of Sinbad from 1974, which also just happens to star Caroline Monroe. We did an audio play together, Caroline, and I, and it's called Sinbad and the Pirate Princess, and it's dedicated to Ray Harryhausen. Caroline is a marvelous actor. She is a marvelous, intuitive actor. She immerses, immerses herself completely in the work that she's doing, and, you know, the amazing thing about audio drama and audio work is that um, Well, if you can get away with a good reading, you know, you you don't really have to do so very much. You don't have to memorize lines. You don't have the need for copious rehearsal. But she takes even the audio work just as seriously. And um, I remember that um, just for a a laugh, when I met with the cast and we did the first read-through, I brought along some show-and-tell, and and one of the things I brought was a toy scimitar, a toy pirate sword. And um, it was just uh, to to make a point and entertain the troops as we were warming up to work with each other and do a first read-through of the script for Sinbad and the Pirate Princess. To my surprise, um, there were times when Caroline just sort of picked it up and held it and um, during the actual recording. And um, the other thing I remember clearly that she did to get into the part was, uh, and of course there there is no costuming, but she worked best in bare feet. She wears a lot of... Uh, bracelets and bangles on each arm. And um, you're going to hear some jingling and jangling during the interview while we're speaking and while she's gesturing. And uh, it was faster every morning when we were recording Sinbad and the Pirate Princess for her to simply wrap them in uh, an athletic bandage um, uh, rather than take them all off. I love working with Caroline. Caroline. This is the wonderful score written for the film, Golden Voyage of Sinbad, written by Miklos Roja. And Caroline also, just coincidentally, happens to appear in one of my favorite James Bond films. And I don't think that there's a more iconic sound than this song by Marvin Hamlish, Nobody Does It Better. And it's from the 1977 Roger Moore James Bond film The Spy Who Loved Me. The Spy Who Loved Me, in my opinion, being the best of the big Bonds, the big outsized fantasy Bond films. Uh, It's a marvelous film, beautiful to look at. Um, And uh, Caroline plays an assassin, one of the um, Baddie's henchman, the baddie and the spy who loved me, being Carl Stromberg. She's a she's an assassin called Naomi, who has a marvelous uh, uh, land to air fight with Bond, and uh, like all Bond baddies, unfortunately meets a grisly end. I sometimes wonder, as I've seen the film over the years and I've gotten to know Caroline, I wonder what it would would have. It had been like, had she been cast as Anya, the, the lead, um, I really think that she would have given Roger Moore a run for his money. I think that she would have been marvelous. Very, very strong as a Russian agent, Anya. Triple X, as uh, her code is in the, uh, in the film. I think her career might have been very, very different. Caroline Monroe is as nice as she is beautiful. We caught up with each other, as we sometimes do at some of these horror conventions around the country and around the world. And this was at the Crypticon convention, and it's just up the road from the Mall of America in Minneapolis, Minnesota, back in October. We talked about her involvement in the latest Joshua Kennedy film, uh, Joshua Kennedy's homage to Hammer films, his lovingly wrought backyard um, House of the Gorgon, which reunites uh, Caroline with Christopher Neame, who was a co-star in uh, the 1972 Hammer film Dracula A.D. 1972, We chatted about other things, uh, particularly work that's coming up in the near future and some of the things that she and I will be working on together in 2020. Caroline's amazing with fans at these conventions. Um, She really, really enjoys them, and she enjoys meeting her fans and meeting people and, and chatting and. Is, is just marvelous. Uh, she always is busy, always has huge lines at these conventions. It's quite marvelous. Busy weekend, Crypticon, 2019, when we did this interview. Um, but we managed to, uh, I found a, a restaurant that was uh, closed and uh, managed to get us to be able to slip inside to find a quiet corner where we could have a little bit of chat little bit of a chat and um catch up so we 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 screened um we the royal we we screened uh joshua kennedy's house of the gorgon last night uh nice little introduction that the two of you gave um There are a lot of fans of yours. There are a lot of fans of Martine Beswick's. There are a lot of fans of Joshua Kennedy's who know about House of the Gorgon. Mm. But uh, for those that don't know anything about it, um, what is House of the Gorgon?
1: Oh my goodness. Well, it's it's a wonderful inspirational little film. All very kindly Indiegogo funded by you lot out there. And and it was Joshua's Joshua Kennedy's um, idea. You know, it, it, he's been a fan of, of Hammer since he was a child, since the age of about five or six. And and he he, he his favorite film was The Gorgon. Hmm. So we met. He absolutely adores Martine Besic. That that's his ideal lady.
0: And that and it starts with because that's where I meet Josh. Is that there's this. There's this goofy kid who is studying film in at Pace University in New York, and he wants to make this video with Martine. Yes. And so I see some of these happening at some of the conventions yes. around the country. Yes. Uh, monster Bash, there was one shot, and then... Uh, Not a chiller, but a monster. I don't know. He keeps. Was
1: it in Baltimore too? We did. No, -no. I don't think so. No, maybe not. I
0: don't think so. No. But uh, but Joshua's so he's big crush on Martine.
1: Huge crush. And
0: And quite um, rightly so. And it was you who made some casual comment, I think, about you know, with after these little short love letter videos to Martine that oh maybe we should just make a film. Yeah.
1: I suppose. Yes. He always credits me with saying it. it's just that we all got on so well together and eventually uh, he he asked me to be involved in the little kind of vignette things with martine which was great which i did and um martine being the star and josh <laughs> and, uh, right. yes i was i was an extra and tammy actually my daughter tammy we were both kind of extras well i remember Rather that bizarre it was extras <coughs> but we were extras
0: Yeah, I remember that it was Tammy, and uh, Josh asked Tammy and me, would you ask these actors? Yes. And um, the funny thing about Martine that I remember is that you were instrumental in twisting her arm to do Sinbad with us.
1: Yes, Because,
0: because Martine yeah. constantly kept throwing up.
1: Said, I'm retired. I'm retired. Yes,
0: I'm retired, darling. Yeah, I'm retired,
1: I, darling. <clears throat> yes, but, but no, she, and she loved it. She yeah. loved doing this in bad, as did I. I found it, ooh, I found it really exciting to be doing that. But, but the Gorgon was something else. And it did come about, and, and of course, then there was Veronica at the shows, and Veronica Christopher, Carlson. Chris Veronica Carlson, Chris Neame. Christopher Neem, and, and we all got on so well. The only person I'd worked with before was Chris, Christopher. Yeah. Um, but Martine I've known for years, as I have Veronica. So it kind of seemed a natural thing as we got on so well at the, the shows and things that I just, I seemed to think, I did say, well, wouldn't it be great if we could all do something together, work together? Mm. Something as simple as that. Yeah. And Josh being Josh, you know, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Uh, thingies going, headlights going, as you said. And
0: and he just ran with it, and then he you literally ran he, with it. He he wrote this film because his favorite film is uh, is the Gorgon from 1964, the Hammer picture. And um, next thing you know, he's raising money for it, and you're shooting it in Texas. Yes. And uh, he was desperate. I remember him telling me desperate not to shoot it before it got too hot, but it was still pretty hot it was still quite
1: well compared to London it was very warm it was quite <laughs> steamy but we were inside this beautiful um, he'd found this wonderful location mm-hmm. which kind of did for all It he, he made it work for the whole film there was a few shots maybe just outside but most of it was inside which but it 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 made it still look incredibly grand, you know. You right, so he built all the sets thing. and everything. had he makeup sets, room for
0: you guys to everything. get ready and
1: everything. That. Fantastic. And we shot it
0: in about a week,
1: right? We shot it in six days, wow. literally six days. We had a read On the you rested. Her. Something like that. Actually, <laughs> we hit the road. We all had to leave at that point. Yeah. yeah. So. That's
0: amazing. And um, I know. the reaction's been good. I um, hope so. But... Because I missed the London premiere.
1: Oh, that was riotous.
2: Don't look. Shield your eyes. For on the day you look upon them, you will surely die. House of the Gorgon. Why don't you let us alone? Get back on your train and leave us
1: alone!
0: There have been rumors circling around. Uh, uh mysterious happenings at night. Uh strange noises emanating from the dark. Leave
2: Carlstad. Leave now and never come back. Stay away from them. They mean you great harm. (laughs) Starring Caroline Monroe as the Baroness, what was the sinister secret she hid beneath her dark spectacles? Martine Beswick as her sister Uriel, malevolent and evil.
1: You would sacrifice all that we've done merely to quench your innate desire for violence. Oh, what if I did?
2: Veronica Carlson as Anna, the one woman in the village of Karlstadt willing to stand against these angels of death.
1: I can fight you. We can fight you.
2: Christopher Neim as Llewellyn, a man of faith locked in mortal combat with overwhelming evil. If we leave them alone, maybe they'll leave us alone. Also starring Joshua Kennedy as the mysterious Dr. Pritchard. And introducing Georgina Dugdale, Gooey Film's latest star discovery, the Gorgon's most beautiful victim. See all of this and more when you visit the House of the Gorgon. We cast you out! Every unclean spirit, every satanic power, in the name and by the power
1: My daughter Georgina, who's actually the the lead kind of ingenue in in the film opposite Josh, Georgina Dugdale, and um, she works at a wonderful cinema, which is the oldest cinema in the UK, and it was first uh, the Lumiere brothers. It was it was mm. I don't know eighteen something something. Probably ridiculous. like
0: eighteen ninety eight, I think.
1: It could have been eighteen ninety eight. Yeah. It was very anyway old, but it's had. Many incarnations, and now it's back to a cinema, mm. um, <clears throat> with very. It, it holds about two hundred people, and on the night of our film, on the night of its premiere, English premiere, it was packed to the rafters. Wow! It was packed so much that they actually did another one, another showing, which wasn't as packed, but the it was. I mean, it was packed with yes, friends, but um, industry people and. And people in general, Hammer fans, a lot of Hammer fans. Right. <clears> so and, it
0: was, and I um, hope it, uh,
1: you know... It was great fun, the evening.
0: Yeah, And I hope that it's good, because um, I stand by, I take credit for telling Josh that he should um, he should work Georgie. he should bring Georgina in. You did, yes. I had, uh, because of knowing you, I saw uh, the short film that was on YouTube that she was in, and when Josh and I, when he was sort of bouncing the story off of me, writing the script, I said, well, you've got to. If you hire Georgina, Caroline will be there <laughs> so, yeah no that's um, true and then there have been other screenings um, I think uh, Monster Bash of course those that crowd that lot they know Josh they know all of you mm-hmm. and they knew the film was coming and so they were very receptive yes, but, I couldn't make it I yeah. had to miss uh, the, the, the American premiere. Yeah. But uh, it's now, it's screened last night here at Krypticon and it's gonna be doing other conventions and oh, it's available on DVD.
1: And wasn't it screened in, um, Josh and uh, uh, Veronica went to Los Angeles somewhere. Yeah, somewhere, there, in,
0: somewhere in California, well, uh, Veronica w. Carlson and, and, and uh, Josh, Josh were guests and uh, yeah. they treated them like royalty and apparently, the, again, the, the fans embraced it and yeah. that's really great. So what uh, and I know actually because I was talking to Josh in the last couple of days but um what do you, what do you want to say cuz I'm intrigued by this next thing he wants to do with
1: I his hammer group he, he it's it's almost like it's like an old-fashioned group of players. I think, like a
0: repertory company,
1: absolutely, like a rep company, yeah. exactly. Like it used to be in England, and I'm, I'm sure in the states.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of withered away because of budgets, budgets. and money.
1: Yeah. yeah, yes, and smaller theatres closing and things. But um, I, lo- I mean, if if it gets to fruition, he's already written the scripts, and as I wing home from Cryptocon in... Uh, Minneapolis. I am going to read the script on the plane, yeah. which I'm very excited about, and taking one home to Georgina and Martine. So.
0: And he's now again writing specific parts for people and yeah. you know, trying to feel out what they'd like to play, mm-hmm. which I really is, I think is a great thing. I do. And but he's specifically writing something for you and Georgina as mother and daughter.
1: Yes. Yeah. Which we haven't done.
0: And that would be a lot of fun.
1: That would that would be. It would be fun as long as she wouldn't find it strange. I'm okay with it. But
0: no, why would, would it? Uh, I think we'd no. feel
1: safe. You know, I think yeah. we'd feel very safe.
0: And I haven't. I don't know anything about. I know the broadest outline of the story, so yeah. I can't imagine that she'll have a problem with that. What other films are coming up? What 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 What's possible <laughs> on the horizon?
1: Well, for me, I went to a wonderful. Um, I was invited to was it called mm. anyway it was in Tenerife it was a big film festival in Tenerife mm. last September and I met with um, uh, Enzo Castigliari who's a fantastic uh, director mm-hmm. I, I know some of his work not all of it but, but it, they were honouring him and, and myself we got nice prizes um, and he was talking and he has this film and it's called The Fourth Horseman um, and the cast that he's wanting or have agreed to do it, providing he gets all the, you know, all the finances and always, all the, loca- the, yeah, always the finances. Yeah, yeah. But the cast is amazing.
0: Anybody that you can talk about that's being talked about? Uh, well,
1: I, I, can I name drop? Do you think? Why not? I because mean,
0: these things are so fluid. It's very until, European. And that's fine, but these things are Someone so fluid happens. until a film comes out, yeah, even, so yeah. I don't think it's going to hurt. No, Franco Nero? Ooh.
1: Ooh, I know, <laughs> I hear you say ooh. What about this? Claudia Cardinale. Oh my gosh. I know, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's a really that's I mean, look. Really there's great. some, and, and the list goes on. If you look it up on the, um, what is it? Uh, uh, the on the internet. His, in internet, the internet thing maybe online. The internet movie
0: database yes, maybe Is it yes, listed IMDb. already? Great it's list- yeah. Oh no
1: it's been listed for a while okay. And they've been in touch with Jane My agent in London And, and it's, it's looking possible Good Even more than possible That's
0: exciting and Big, big it's, part, little part, couple of big scenes part.
1: Big wonderful. part me. Yeah, yeah. Scary but, but now we got on really well and, and I like his approach to film making You know I think he's such a He's a master really
0: and hopefully he um it's, it's
1: good, English too. good.
0: And hopefully he has a reasonable schedule unlike our friend Josh who he's <laughs> oh, can't think, wait. He's yeah. he doesn't sleep. He just shoots. He just goes.
1: But I like that too. This yeah. this is the excitement of filmmaking. <clears throat> it's like a you're like traveling players in a way, you pick up your bags and you go with it, you go from location, you get up at ridiculous times in the morning, you work mm-hmm. till late at night. You have to be passionate about what you do, because the money's not great, the hours are long, yeah. but, you, but the experiences are unforgettable.
0: That so, does kind of, as long as bills can be paid. And, exactly,
1: like you know you've got a bit of a roof. Yeah, not close,
0: not the, 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 the struggle is really kind and, of worth it. The compulsion yeah. to, to do this. It is a
1: compulsion. It's a compulsion and a slight obsession. And the obsession with me, I thought had died um, a few years ago and I did something and it was not good for me. Or a, for them. A, I don't yeah, mean.
0: a bad experience. Yeah,
1: it really threw me. Um, But then it gently came back with an actor I work with and it gently, gently came back, the passion. So I still have the passion.
0: And I love that. See, there are very, very few people that I know, whether regardless of career, regardless of their age, young, middle-aged, older, Mm -hmm. there are very few people I know who are legitimately, genuinely retired and don't want to do it. Almost everybody I know is so hungry to work. Yeah wants to if they're actors they want to act
1: um kind of gets into your blood it's a very hard thing to explain what it is
0: and i think we were talking about this the other day there are certain friends of ours that perhaps they are because they're older You know, perhaps their health isn't in the the, the the best. It's not they're certainly not in their prime or their peak. No. Maybe they're dealing with some kind of ailments or something. Mm-hmm. But once they get on the set mm. once they start acting, yeah, this other energy comes in and it all of their aches and Anx. pains go away, yes. all of their cares of the day, and and they're young again and have they, they have vitality and energy.
1: It's interesting you should say that. But also with women, mm. you know, women who've been kind of all right to look at, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, um, it's a vanity thing. You know, when yes. you get older, and if you haven't have been the, done all your face all puffed up and stuff, yeah. it's a, it is a vanity thing because you, you see yourself. And I was speaking to Martina and we, we thought, okay, you know, this is the reality. This is how it is now. Whether you accept that or not, I mean, there's, it's inevitable. You know, we all, all get older. But with old older comes a a wiseness and an acceptance somehow and if you can get past that if it's on screen if you get past that yeah I'll I'll, look within
0: I'll be blunt for a moment because Ah. I think you said this to me years ago um, and I understand this very very clearly Um, I think it's an acceptance because you and Martine are still beautiful and you have been celebrated in your early part of your career for your beauty and cast for that i mean if i'm going to cast a slave girl in a sinbad movie it's going to be caroline monroe if i'm going to cast a, a, a cave woman in prehistoric times it's going to be martine oh, yes, or a or a gypsy fighter or yes. a a spy in the bahamas in yes. thunderball it's going to be martine yes. and you we were having launcher drinks years and years ago and we were kicking around ideas that i was interested in doing and I remember you clearly... Uh, Ingrid Pitt was there.
1: Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Monster Mania, I think. Maybe
0: that or something. Fairy and and uh, I was talking about a project I was toying with, <laughs> and, and you just bluntly said to me, um, oh, I'll, I'd love to play Mrs. Hudson in your Sherlock Holmes mm-hmm. thing. And, and I think what that was... What what you were doing was basically saying I'll take character roles Mm -hmm. and I accept that and maybe for some people that's not too easy but then with others it's
1: it's it's embraced it's okay it's okay it's it's what it is really you work with and if you still if you can forget the physical but get into their physical then it's okay
0: because all acting is character acting anyway it's really I mean it it really
1: is I mean you do bring a lot of yourself to it obviously you have to bring yourself you have to start there yeah. And then hopefully find find them within. <laughs>
0: and so you know, I'm working on a lot of the audio stuff, as you know, and, um. and I've got stuff, you know, that that I'm I'm really intrigued and hoping that we what we are going to do in twenty twenty, we just have to work out schedules because if you're traveling and and uh, other projects but uh, one of the things that started as a film idea that i'm turning into an audio play is this mrs hudson takes the case mm. where she does some detective work and i just and i think the seed was planted back then yeah, um, when i was talking about some sherlock holmes project and you said oh i'll play mrs hudson must have been like
1: 15 or 20 years a it was it was a long ago. time yeah. ago
0: it was a while Ouch. back yeah um, and then I would love to make a film next year. I'm long overdue for that. And I'd, I'd love to invite you to the dance. So we'll see what happens you with all this. You must
1: get your film, as long as you've kind of an idea, and I think mm-hmm. you do of what you want to do.
0: Yeah, I like the idea, and everybody at while dinner while. last night sort of said, yeah, go with that one.
1: You go, yeah, yeah, I think you should. So
0: Definitely. what's happening with you next as far as, um, you know, we did the, the Sinbad and the Pirate Princess mm-hmm. audio play, and I picked that one because I, there was a Dracula one that I want to do with you next oh. year. And, and I flipped a coin and picked Sinbad. Yeah. Because your film, Golden Voyage of Sinbad, and then Martine had worked with Ray yes. yes. So uh, we're both, uh, you mm-hmm. knew v- Ray, obviously, very well. became very good friends very with good Golden friends. Voyage. Very and good Ray's daughter, Vanessa, and your daughter, Tammy. Mm-hmm bonded then and they're great to friends school, to this. Went to
1: grew up together, yeah, stayed with each other.
0: I'm fortunate enough <clears> that in <throat> recent years have become very friendly and I love Vanessa to death. And, mm, uh,
1: she's gorgeous.
0: Everything is gearing up for the, the centennial, the Harryhausen 100. Yes. Um, and you in the past have been very, very uh, involved with the it's the Ray and Diana Harryhausen Foundation. Foundation. Yes. And they've been building up ahead of steam because of this big exhibit. Mm that is the centerpiece of Mm. uh, the centennial, uh, Harryhausen 100. Mm. And it opens, of all places, in Scotland.
1: Opens in Edinburgh.
0: Edinburgh. Which is a beautiful... I mean, Vanessa lives in Scotland. And
1: and I believe it's a beautiful museum. It's a beautiful place. Edinburgh, very historic. And and Ray loves Scotland, so it's kind of appropriate. But hopefully it'll spread down to London as well, because I think that could be vitally important for uh, the celebration of Ray's work in a commercial way. I think it's yeah. important for the foundation to keep going, getting stronger and stronger, and, and again, more recognition. I mean, it is recognized, obviously, throughout the world, Ray, Ray's work, um, through some of the extraordinary filmmakers of today, but but to keep it oh, in the commercial Oh, absolutely, because,
0: <clears throat> yeah, you even sense. mentioned this yesterday, that, you know, in recent hmm. years, since Ray passed away, you know, everyone, George Lucas... Yeah. Uh, was so influenced by uh, Ray's films totally. and the, the magic that, you know, he has said in so many words, there'd be no Star
1: Wars. He and, did say.
0: You know, affects wizards that everybody loves, uh, from makeup artists like um, um, Rick Baker. Rick
1: Baker, Randy Cook. <laughs> Randy Cook,
0: Cook who Oscar is, winner. Randy, I think, has just been brought into the Board of he Trustees. He has,
1: he has, yes.
0: Um, something I never knew and I never asked you, um, because I didn't know Rank, I, I met Ray one time uh, Twice actually But my one time is a, a story I'll save for another time Where um, At a hotel which was charming and wonderful And that's another, another Story But um, when Ray was alive Did you Because you're friends of the family yeah. And people visit and there's vacation and yeah. there's, At what point was Ray still alive When real talk of the foundation And forming it Yes, and were you part of that that early? Um...
1: They asked me on board before he died. You know, yeah. the, to, for the input, yeah. because I'd worked with him mm. and because I knew him personally. And, and I love Vanessa. You know, and Vanessa, everybody loves
0: you, and you're a good people person. Well, yeah,
1: I, I like people. That's true. Um, so it was. I felt very honoured to be asked to come on board in some small way. Yeah. You know, my contribution would be from working with him as an actor yeah. so so that was a different point of view from uh, i don't know from other filmmakers i came from
0: and you also want to protect the family too to because
1: Vanessa absolutely
0: because that's important with the states and and Vanessa's fiercely proud
1: she is of her dad she's very proud of her father
0: um the thing that i hope for coming out of all of this that um I forget. How long does the exhibit stay in Edinburgh? It's like about I, three, three months? Yes,
1: maybe a little bit longer, but I hope it's going it, to... And they plan for it to travel, don't they?
0: That's what I'm yeah, really hoping for. It, for to it.
1: it has to come down to London. Oh, I mean, it has to.
0: You know, it can travel... And to Europe. It's got to travel to London, Europe, and then if it can... Depending on the size and insurance of things, That's, if it can come to the US... That
1: is the problem. You can only travel with a certain... I know they had... Yeah. Uh, difficulties bringing, so- because they're you because know,
0: the, again, it is always down to money and how much can money. another museum and they're kind
1: of priceless to ship over, right. not priceless in but priceless because they're so delicate. Some of them and you... and
0: one of a kind, even one though kind. they've you know the maquettes and models that survived have been refurbished.
1: They have. That's what the foundation's work is doing, mm-hmm.
0: and, and that that is the main work.
1: That is the them. main work, and where the money, if there's money involved, then the money goes back into keeping right. keeping it right, preserving. it. And, and,
0: and one of the things that I personally would hope can can grow out of this and if I can if I can through you if I can into Vanessa's ear and Connor mm-hmm. who i who I met recently if if um, if we can aim uh, Ray's life and work at kids uh, yes and, this, and, it was
1: what he wanted his whole. Yeah. whenever you talk to Ray about his work he'd say, well, I see it as a fairy tale. It's yeah. a fairy tale for children and for families. Fairy tale for all to enjoy. And that that's kind of clung on to my head. I thought, yes, that is what it is.
0: Absolutely. I mean, his films are truly family films. They're yes. for the entire family. It shares that very much with Walt Disney's films uh, they Mm. can be watched by anybody in the family Mm. and if there are just ways through the outreach of the foundation as the foundation continues to care uh, uh, for the physical objects that to be able to introduce the films and the work to younger generations because it's harder now, I mean, Ray's fans are going to be there if, Ray's uh, fans are going to be they, there, they show up.
1: and and but
0: the kids, we have to reach out to a little we bit We do really,
1: more. we do, we yeah, we do really to show them this is actually as beautiful as all the CGI, yeah. if not more so. And, and you know, it just simple
0: a, again, what you mentioned, uh, uh, Ray saying that these are fairy tales. Yes, very simple stories. This is what of he heroes wanted. Heroes and villains. This
1: is what he wanted. Yeah. The good and the bad. You know, the fight between the good and the bad, and. Then they were always very optimistic. They were. Yeah. It was always feel good at the end. I mean, that's that's fairy tale. That's what one would hope in life would be like. But but Ray had the most beautiful. He was so, he was extraordinary to just be around and to listen to. He was such a raconteur, but he, you know, he, 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 he was a fantastic artist and, and, totally passionate about what he did, you know, it was just to listen to him and to see the drawings that he did when we did Simbad, just to see the artwork that he showed us before mm. we had to imagine these extraordinary creatures. With kind of you thought, okay, yes, I can be a child for that time and I can imagine the size and I can do that. That's so he, yeah, he kind see, of created I'm, I'm, the picture. I'm so
0: glad for Vanessa and the, and the trustees and the foundation that you're a spokeswoman uh, a friend of the family and uh, there's going to be a lot of interviews and a lot of talk about Ray yeah. Yeah. in the next year and beyond as yeah. the oh, beyond, exhibition beyond. goes always, So always. we sh- we should have a talk uh, uh, and do a really special show just Definitely. about Ray yes you know with interviews and, and yeah. you and that kind of thing so I think we should do that okay. should we as we sign off on this little podcast should we tease the autobiographical thing that you and I have talked about should we mention that to people so that they can start looking forward to it maybe next year?
1: I think that's a really good idea. I mean, it might take a while because we both live... I yeah, live we'd be London. working, you live over here. You
0: know, we, and we see each other only a few times a yeah. year, but I think if we structure...
1: But it's a working structure,
0: Yeah, I think you if mention
1: we... You it's your baby. It's your idea, so you should mention
0: Well, I'm going to tell you now, folks, that um, we're going to produce through Redfield Arts Audio, um, an album, uh, a CD called Caroline Monroe, an audio memoir. It will be her life story told in her own words, with original music and some sound effects, and maybe some friends will come in, which is Tammy's idea, which mm-hmm. I like very, very much. That, that some friends come in with their voices and and uh, talk about Caroline. But it it really is about some of the incredible adventures she's had in entertainment in the film business. And I'm going to try to put it to her and get her to to, to spill some beans and some secrets and some stuff. But um, I'm looking forward to this. Um, and I've already started to, uh, outlining uh, where to guide questions to provoke memories Have and you? things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're good at that. I know. You're, so, a, you're well, a provoker. A <laughs> or a
0: provocateur. Provocateur, provoker. <laughs> but uh, I'm looking forward to this because I... I, I um, Beautiful voice, and I can't wait oh. to work with you on our next audio thing. But this will be a fun project to work on periodically yes. all through next year. So,
1: But I don't want it to sound, and this is for all the people if you're listening out there, I don't want it to sound... It has to be kind of very natural and not... I, I wouldn't not be blowing scripted. my own Trump, Trump yeah, trumpet. I no, don't want that. Don't want that. Oh, I've done this. I've done that. Blah, blah, blah. But you have done
0: fascinating this. things. I've done interesting things in my life. Good, I've
1: been very lucky.
0: I think people, I think the fans want to... I think they're I'm looking forward to this. Oh, me too. Good. Yeah, All right. let's do it. <laughs> we'll be in touch soon and we'll be making more audio drama and we
1: will. I, I can't
0: wait to hear that Joshua says we're going. Yes. And you get and you get to do some Lovecraftian that would be madness early
1: next year. That I'm really that excited about. That would be fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. All right.
0: Thank you, Caroline.
1: Thank you very much, Mark.
0: I'm very, very excited to be working with Caroline. We have some fun things lined up uh, for Redfield Arts Audio. I'm excited to be doing Harker in the Shadow of Dracula with her where we'll be playing Jonathan and Mina Harker, respectively. Um, And I can't wait to see what Caroline is going to bring to Mrs. Hudson in our original script, Mrs. Hudson Takes the Case. It's sort of a Sherlock Holmes mystery without Sherlock Holmes, but with everybody else. Uh, but I'm most excited to begin work on her audio autobiography, Caroline Monroe, in her own words. Well, that's the working title, anyway. I love this woman unconditionally, and I'm very, very lucky to have been accepted into her into her family and into her show family—the people that uh, sort of have bonded together pun quite intentional. Uh, and this includes the marvelous Martine Beswick uh, that uh, do shows and we, we're lucky enough to get to see each other several times a, a year and, and work with each other a couple of times. We're just gypsies in some ways. I leave you with a few moments from our audio drama Sinbad and the Pirate Princess. Um, why not? Leaving you with the first, uh... It was our first full-length audio-drama adventure. Sinbad and the Pirate Princess was. Um, where else but in a fairy tale can a boy meet girl, girl and boy slay dragon, and girl get boy? (laughs) Don't wake me, will you? It's my favorite dream.
2: The great city and its citizens are celebrating. And
0: now, as I am a river to my people...
1: You must kill her, my handsome and still skeptical, Captain Sinbad. The only good pirate is a dead one.
2: Brace yourself, Captain Bulla! The pirates are upon us! Their ship comes alongside us!
1: I shall not rest until all of Badra's ships are burnt.
0: You remind me of only one other swordsman with such skill.
1: Who? Me! Ah! (sighs) What is that in that vial? This? Simply the blood of a siren mixed into a potion that I now drink. Look! Look! She changes,
2: Captain! For you and the people of Zalos, I have complete faith in Sinbad. He's the very man you need. Thank you for subscribing to our podcasts. To stay up to date, join our mailing list at redfieldartsaudio.com. The original contents of this program are copyright the Mark Redfield Company.